To all our partners of Andrew Womack Ministries in Uganda, we thank you and appreciate you for the financial support you render to us to take the gospel as far and deep in the world. Truly because of you, the gospel reaches the whole body of Christ. We speak a blessing unto your lives and families and exceeding prosperity. The following program is sponsored by Andrew Womack Ministries and Paris Bible College. Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. We have a better covenant upon better promises, and we have a better relationship with God. We were at such a desperate place that Andrew, it was like life. It was just life that was coming from the television. And every area in our life has been turned right side up. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to Earth broadcast of the Gospel Truth. This week I've started a series teaching on what I call spirit, soul, and body. This is my favorite thing to teach on. This is what God used to literally unlock my minds so that I could start understanding the truths of God and just everything that God has shown me has come out of this and so I just started this on last Monday's broadcast I tell you, I love teaching on this. It ministers to me. You know, the scripture says you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. John chapter 8, verse 32. And until I understood this truth about it's my spirit that got changed. It's not my body and not my soul. My soul and my body have been purchased and someday I'm going to get a glorified body. And someday my soul will be renewed so that I'll know everything. Even as also I am known. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 says that. Even though those things have been purchased and are on their way, they haven't been, they haven't happened yet. I still have a body that is not saved and a soul that is not saved. But my spirit is the part of me that got changed. The scripture that I started with, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things 
are become new. And uh, those that is obvious by just looking that it's not your body that got changed. It's not your soul that got changed. It's your spirit that got changed. First Thessalonians 5.23 says, I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless until the coming of the Lord. And so that shows you you got three parts, spirit, soul, and body. You are a spirit, you have a soul, you live in a body. But you're a three-part being. Most people only acknowledge two parts. And that causes big problems. Because you think, God, how could you love me? Look at what I've done. God is a spirit. John 4:24. And he sees you in the spirit. That's the part of you that when you get born again, you get a brand new spirit. And God is looking at you and relating to you based on who you are in the spirit. So not based on your thought life. Not based on your performance. So am I saying that your thoughts and your performance are unimportant? No, they are vitally important, but not to God in the sense of him accepting you or rejecting you based on your performance. No, God accepts you or rejects you based 100% on your acceptance or rejection of Jesus. When you accept Jesus, you become a new creature. Old things have passed away. This is talking about not in your body or soul, but in your spirit realm. Your old spirit has passed away. You have a brand new born again spirit. And God is a spirit. He is looking at you in the spirit. He relates to you based on who you are in that new person. You are righteous and holy and pure. And God loves you. And if you don't understand that, then you won't let 
God love you. You won't let God be good to you because you'll feel I don't deserve it. Well, you don't deserve it just based on your physical actions. And your soulish thoughts, you don't deserve the things of God. But if you've made Jesus your Lord, you are a brand new person. And now in the spirit realm, you deserve everything. Because your spirit is completely brand new. Let me read some verses to you. Ephesians chapter 4. And verse 24 says, Put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Notice it says you are created righteous and truly holy. It didn't say that you are becoming or it's because of your actions. You were born this way or it'd probably be more accurate to say you are born again righteous. You know, over in Romans chapter 10, it talks about two different types of righteousness. Romans chapter 10, verse 1 says, Brother, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. You know, just loving God and having a desire to know God is not good enough. You have to have the right knowledge. And then it says in the next verse, For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. This makes it very clear that there's two types of righteousness. There is a self-righteousness, or what this calls their own righteousness, and the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 64, I believe it's verse 6, that all of our righteousness is as filthy rags. 
YOUR SELF-RIGHTEOUSNESS IS UNACCEPTABLE TO GOD. AND IT SAYS HERE THAT IF YOU GO ABOUT TO ESTABLISH YOUR OWN SELF-RIGHTEOUSNESS, THEN YOU ARE NOT SUBMITTED UNTO THE RIGHTEOUSNESS WHICH IS OF GOD BY FAITH. YOU KNOW WHAT THIS IS TALKING ABOUT? JUST LIKE THAT VERSE I JUST READ TO YOU, EPHESIANS 4, 24. YOU ARE CREATED RIGHTEOUS AND TRULY HOLY. THERE IS A RIGHTEOUSNESS THAT COMES AS A GIFT. A faith righteousness versus a performance righteousness. When you get born again, your spirit, the part of you that was changed, was created righteous. That means in right standing with God. It was created in righteousness and true holiness. Implying that there is false holiness. You know what false holiness is? That's all of this religious stuff that's taught. That like, you know, for women, they got to wear long dresses. And they got to have their hair piled up on their head and they can't wear makeup. Can't wear jewelry and... Stuff like that. That's just outward actions. And there's a place for that. You do need to dress appropriately and look appropriately. But I tell you, the standards that religion has put on people are terrible. I tell you, if your barn needs painting, paint it. And if it needs two coats, give it two coats. God doesn't care. But some people, see, believe that no, righteousness is is having your dress a certain way, you know, man acting a certain way. There's actually a Bible school where men can't wear anything but long sleeve shirts. If you show your forearm, that's against the regulations of this Bible college. That's just stupid. Forgive me for being blunt.
But that is just religious. And all of that is self-righteousness. External things. God doesn't evaluate you based on your self-righteousness. If you are going about to establish this self-righteousness, then you have not submitted yourself to the righteousness which comes by faith in what Jesus did. Jesus makes you righteous. It's not what you do for Jesus. It's what Jesus did for you that puts you in right standing with God. And going back again to Ephesians 4.24, put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. It's created that way. I go into churches all the time and I hear people saying, Oh God, just make me righteous. And I know what they're saying. In other words, they're trying to overcome some failure. In their actions, some addiction, some anger. Some bitterness, some habit. And they're asking God to make them righteous. That's all self-righteousness. Technically speaking, if you say, oh God, make me righteous, all you got to do is be born again, and then you are created in righteousness. And true holiness. And some people stumble at this because they say, well, you're saying this person over here is righteous. I saw them last night. They got drunk. They got angry. They yell. And see, you start, you're looking on the outside. First Samuel sixteen seven man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. John chapter four verse twenty four God is a spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God looks on your spirit. And when you get born again, that spirit was created righteous and truly holy.
You are clean and pure in your spirit. And if you don't understand this, you'll go look in the mirror. And you'll see effects of your sin. Maybe you got into a fight and you got a black eye. And you're saying, oh God, look at me. Look at what a mess I am. God's not looking at your black eye. God's aware of it. But that's not what he focuses on. God is a spirit and God sees you in the spirit. And if you were truly born again, you didn't lose your right standing with God. You didn't lose anything. In your spirit, you're still righteous and holy. You know, next week, I'm going to show you this and show you that your performance doesn't affect your relationship with God. Even after you're born again, and I just hadn't got time to do it, I'll spend next week talking about that. But you were created righteous and truly holy. Your spirit is holy. And so if you go look in the mirror and if you see a black eye, if you see things that are the effect of sin, you know, lots of times when people have been chained smokers, it affects the way that you look. You look like you've been smoking your whole life. You, you know, um, anyway, you can see things. And if all you are is carnal, just looking on the physical realm, you'll think, oh God, how could you love this? It's because God doesn't look at you the way you look at you and the way other people look at you. God sees you in the spirit, and in the spirit you're a brand new person. And over in first John chapter four, verse seventeen, it says, Herein is our love made perfect 
that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as He is, speaking of Jesus, so are we in this world. Barayo kana esoka nya kumina msambagama mwecho kwa gala mkwe mwekutu ukirizi wajetuli. Tubela nobugumu kulunako romu sango kubaye nga yogera kukristu yesu. Ntingabu wali nafebwe tuli mwusimuno. Now see, if you don't understand that it's your spirit that's changed, then you'll look in the mirror and you'll think, this is the way that Jesus is? And you'll see gray hairs and you'll see zits and ugly. And you'll think this is the way that Jesus, the Bible is so hard to understand. It's only hard if you don't understand spirit, soul, and body. If you don't understand that the Bible is talking about who you are in Christ. In Christ, in your spirit man, your spirit man is identical to Jesus. As Jesus is, so are you in this world. Thank you for listening to the Gospel Truth Podcast in Luganda. Please subscribe to our channel and get notified of our new episodes. You can also check us out at awmuganda.net. You're blessed. Hi there, my name is Angela and I am a lawyer. When I came to Caris, I loved God. I was pursuing his things, but I didn't fully understand who he was. Caris has helped me understand my identity and my authority. Now I can step out in boldness and with power as a child of God. My name is Marvin. I'm a graphics designer. When I joined Caris Bible College, I was a drug addict. Four months down the road, having sat under the word, I was totally set free from all the addictions and the desires, and I am now entirely delivered. Be a part of those who testify. Enroll to Caris Bible College in this 2024 intake. Your life will be transformed, built into a leader ready to change the world. Apply online at karisuganda.net or visit us at Park Royal Mall, 6th floor, along Buganda Road, Kampala. For more inquiries, please call us on 0200-330-000. Join Caris Bible College. Join Caris Bible College. Come on to Caris. Caris Bible College, transforming lives, training leaders, and changing the world.